I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to this date in weather history for Thursday, August 27th. I'm AccuWeather.com's Evan Myers. On August 27th of 1893, a major hurricane that came to be known as the Sea Island Hurricane struck the United States near Savannah, Georgia. It was one of three deadly hurricanes during the 1893 Atlantic hurricane season. The storm killed an estimated 1 to 2,000 people, mostly from storm surge. On August 15th of 1893, a tropical storm formed off the west coast of Africa. It became a hurricane on the 19th while crossing the Atlantic. The hurricane continued to strengthen, attaining Category 3 status on August 22nd while located northeast of the Lesser Antilles. By the evening of the 25th, the storm was approaching the Bahamas. It is believed the first effects of the storm were beginning to be felt in the Sea Island area off the Georgia coast, with winds steadily increasing during the night of the 25th. Landfall occurred near Savannah, Georgia on August 27th of 1893. Reports from the time say that the wind during landfall was around 120 miles an hour, making it a Category 3 storm. Pressure in Savannah was measured at 28 inches of mercury. Modern estimates put the pressure as low as 27.5 out at sea. This would have made the hurricane most likely stronger than a Category 3 storm. The hurricane carried with it a heavy storm surge of at least 16 feet, although modern hurricane models calculate that some areas may have been inundated with up to 30 feet that caused great destruction along the coastline and offshore. An estimated 1 to 2,000 people were killed mostly by drowning, putting it on par with 2005's Hurricane Katrina as the sixth deadliest hurricane in U.S. history. The island of St. Helena was estimated to have 6,000 African Americans living there, with a majority owning their own land and homes in a time when most black people were prevented from doing so. Most structures in that area were not elevated any higher than two feet above the water level. Therefore, they were covered with the first waves that went above the normal water mark. Although the hurricane was devastating, the American Red Cross did not arrive until as late as October 1st, possibly because of ongoing effects following another hurricane that hit South Carolina in June. Others, though, claimed it was negligence because most of those impacted were black Americans. Damage from the storm was reported as far north as Maine. Damage was heavy all along the New Jersey coast, and breakers were described as the biggest ever witnessed. Railroad tracks were under four feet of water in some areas in New Jersey. Crops were heavily damaged in Pennsylvania and upstate New York. At Coney Island, roofs were lifted off big buildings and carried for blocks. Waves topped the seawall by 15 feet at Battery Park on the lower tip of Manhattan. Damage was heavy at resorts on Long Island, and it was the worst storm to hit New England on the coast there in 20 years. And that's what happened on August 27th. Be sure to tune in tomorrow for a brand new episode and find out what happened on this date in weather history.